you've heard the expression, shot yourself in the foot, right? Oh, yeah. Well, this episode, we are going to meet a Florida freak who takes that ish to the next level. Okay. As if 2020 didn't suck already, mm. now we have leaping alligators? Leaping lizards. Say it ain't so. <laughs> and did you know that not every winning lottery ticket brings you good luck? Huh. We're going to find out about that. All right. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have some of those to share, don't we, Kirsten? Of course we do, as yep. always, ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. And uh, sorry, guys, but we're going to start this show like super lowbrow. 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 The lowest of lowbrows. So, from thesmokinggun.com, Pinellas County Sheriff's deputies responded to a domestic disturbance call in Largo, Florida last week. They discovered a 59-year-old man with a bloodied left eye and scratches on his neck. Now, after questioning, they determined that he'd been beaten by his 40-year-old daughter and roommate uh, because of his noxious anal vapors. Anal vapors. (laughs) Uh, Around two in the morning, Nicole Dozois became angry with her father. uh, And as the arrest report says, it was due to his flatulence. (laughs) And an argument ensued. Uh, Dozois was arrested for domestic battery and booked into the county clink. She was released later on her own recognizance. Uh, She's pleading not guilty, but has also been ordered by a judge to have no contact with her father. I think that's probably for the best. Absolutely. (laughs) Nobody wants to deal with a serial farter, believe me. But this goes way (laughs) overboard. There's that old expression, he who smelt it, dealt it. Oh, yeah. This feels more like, if he dealt him, belt him. Oh, ow, bazinga. Yeah. I mean, I I don't want to make light of domestic violence at all. No, I don't either. However... I think we've all can relate to this at least a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I don't personally do that. No, I I don't know of any women that do. Right. right. Women women don't. No. Ladies don't. Ladies. Ladies do, do not. not. But you know, I, I think we can all relate to, you know, perhaps somebody's um gas mm-hmm. being uh, a bit unpalatable. Oh, sure. Uh, I, I can definitely uh, attest to that. I get I tend to fly off the handle a little bit whenever I <laughs> smell something, uh, well, some you, anal vapors that you, happens to be very noxious. You have a bit of a fart phobia, though. I, I mean, do. If, if we're being completely honest and bearing our souls here. Yeah. You have a fart phobia. And it really isn't warranted at all, but it's something that I've shared with you before. Many times. So... There are some times when I'm in a situation in public where uh, we might be within close quarters of folks, and I will smell something. This this was pre-pandemic, of course, when we we all had to be six feet apart, but yes, I I digress. Yeah, this is something that has been around for a while, and if I happen to catch like an odor that represents something flatulent, I always worry that people are going to point the finger at me. 
and I sort of get this level of anxiety. It's like, oh, I feel like I almost have to overdo the eye roll or something like that, or look at you <laughs> in a in a in a stronger with a stronger sense. So you automatically think that in a in a room of a hundred people, if somebody smells a fart, they're yeah. all going to turn and point at you. Yep. Do I don't you know feel why. like you look like somebody who would have particularly stinky I think farts? I fit the description. If there were a lineup of folks, <laughs> you know, with a one-way mirror, I'm pretty sure that the guy would be like, that's the guy. <laughs> yeah, I seen him. He's the guy that definitely flatulated all over the place. Oh. You're sure about that, sir? Oh, I'm absolutely sure. It's definitely that guy. And and it's like we're back to law and order again. I feel like we have ripped this story right from <laughs> yeah. the headlines. Well, you I, and a lineup of of other suspected farters. Well, you know, and what's really bad about this fart phobia that I have <laughs> is that um, a lot of times people will feel that way because there's this you know innate sense of sense of guilt if they actually were the one that did it. And that couldn't be further from the truth. I know I didn't do it, but I still feel like people are looking at me and pointing at me. Well, I mean, you look like a serial farter. I it's do. why I married I do. you. I, 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 I fit the description. If if Mindhunter did an episode about serial farters, I would fit all of the criteria. There you go. Yeah. We just profiled a serial farter. Yep. Um, you know, you, you said that you, of course, women don't pass vapors they do not it's no it's, it, it, i don't think it's even physically we are possible. we are delicate flowers right however there was a study that was published uh, about two uh, 20 years ago actually mm. in in the academic journal gut oh which is actually a real academic yeah. journal for gastrointestinal yeah. yeah um so there was a, a study and I'll, I'll read you the name of it because i just think you'll enjoy it identification of gases responsible for odor of human flautus and evaluation of a device purported to reduce the odor. Human flautus sounds like something different. Flautus. <laughs> I know. So, so basically, uh, to test some uh, fart-absorbing materials, oh. uh, they, they gathered 16 subjects and, yeah. and um, fed them actually a casserole made of pinto beans and laxatives, wow. which sounds delicious. Sounds delicious. Follow me for more recipes. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> when the vapors were collected, yeah. the women had the higher concentration of hydrogen sulfide, which is stinky gas. Really? So for what it's worth, now 16 people, it's a pretty small sample so I, size. So I guess I'm, we're I'm not, lucky that women can't fart. Because it would be awful. Right. Because it would be terrible. It would be. Our flautus would be awful. Yeah. They're more concentrated. They're surgically, they're surgical strikes. Well, thank God we don't like do that. Like a smart bomb. So our next story comes to us yeah. from mypanhandle.com. Wow. Gordon Raywood was shot in the leg last week. Uh, he told Holmes County Sheriff's deputies that he and his girlfriend were at the local boat ramp when two black men tried to rob them and one of them shot him in the leg. Wow. Problem is, the story didn't quite add up. Uh-oh. While police were investigating the incident, uh, they realized there was really no physical evidence to back up Woods' report whatsoever. Oh, that's no good. So investigators took Woods' phone and his girlfriend's phone and found evidence of criminal activity. Uh-oh. They also found pictures of Wood taken just days before with a gun that suspiciously looked like the one he described being shot Uh-oh. with. Uh-oh. <laughs> After questioning, 
Manning would confess that, yeah, he'd actually shot himself and then threw the gun in the river. Yeah. He's being charged <laughs> with filing a false police report, tampering with evidence, and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Wow. Well, it would be very embarrassing to have to admit that you shot yourself, but there really is nothing to be ashamed of. It can happen to people. It's happened many times before. Plaxico Burris. Yeah, but he goes and makes. Wait, it, I'm thinking of the right guy, yeah, right? You're All right. right. Yeah, had had a gun in his in his like sweatpants or something like that, and he ended up shooting himself. And um, I but he didn't do anything as bad as what this guy's done. Right. Yeah. There was no false police he's not, report yeah, filed. He's not trying to frame some other people, <laughs> you know, to cover up his own stupidity. That I mean, it just happens. It's there's no there's nothing bad about it. I mean. There is, something there is something bad, bad about, about it. it. But it just goes to show you that, you know, like foot. if you, yeah, if you do something like this and you compound it by, you know, it's, I mean. It's going to be a lot worse. It could be a whole lot worse. So aside from the rampant racism. Yeah. Is this not like every plot to every sitcom ever? <laughs> yeah. Like George leaves an embarrassing voicemail message on his girlfriend's phone and has to break into her house to cover it up. Oh, the next Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, it does. It sounds like some stupid caper and 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 it it follows that trope perfectly of just covering it up with more mistakes. That's like right. Throwing in more mistakes and then it just eventually it's all just going to come down on you. Basically, yeah, your house of cards will fall. Yes. <laughs> Basically, it's just a Laverne and Shirley episode, but um, Florida and racist. Right. Oh, yeah. Definitely got got to sprinkle in some racism with it, Ugh. always. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have heard plenty of times, and this is yet another example, mm -hmm. um, about criminals who get caught because of selfies. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, or or social media posts like, yep. hey, look at all this stuff I stole from Fred's Jewelers on yeah. First Street. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, just the selfies. Yeah. Well, and, and just social media in general, like a lot of people will say, oh, it's just a, not a good idea to post stuff on social media that you wouldn't <laughs> want everybody to see. Yeah. And that sort of thing. But it's just it, people can't help it. So my favorite of the selfie criminals was another one from Florida. I just mm. loved this. Um, this woman in the St. Pete area, uh. somewhere in that general vicinity, uh, saw a picture of herself on the Sheriff's Department Facebook page under their, like, fugitive of the day oh. or whatever. Um, Always and, fun to get that. <laughs> right? What an honor. Yeah. It's an honor and a privilege. Well, you know, not everybody gets it. So the picture of her on the Facebook page was not particularly flattering. Oh, no. As probably surveillance camera pictures are often not. Right. So she decided that she would post a new cute selfie of herself side by side on her own Facebook page. What? And then to complicate things, uh, her selfie she took with the address of the building she was in, visible. Oh, no. So clearly she was caught. Right. Uh, so, you know, the selfie criminals. But Yeah. And even people that aren't criminals. Like, I can remember very vividly, uh, we were on a cruise one time. and oh, we, we We were in a piano bar, and I just remember being, like, awestruck by this person that was sitting next to me. And I... And, 
they were sitting there enjoying the piano music. I like think we you all can were. say it was a woman. It's it will, okay. Well, okay, but <laughs> it's, it was. They were sitting there enjoying the piano music like everyone else was, and taking selfie after selfie after selfie after yeah, selfie, sitting all by herself, just taking selfies. Yeah, just just slamming them know. out. Like rarely even changing, just changing slightly for it to get the light. I mean, just looking for the perfect. So one. you know, for. Folks age 18 to 24. Sure. Um, like one in every three pictures that they take wow. is actually of a selfie. That's crazy. I mean, I, it's it's not crazy. I'm not saying it's crazy. It's like, that's just uh, hard to believe. It is and it isn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and fun fact for all of you who are considering traveling to Florida mm-hmm. someday, um, selfies kill more people every year than sharks or gators. So if you come to Florida, don't worry about the sharks. Don't worry about the gators. Worry about the selfies. Keep an eye on those selfies. That's right. Um, I I have to point something else out before we move on to our next story. I believe, and I could be wrong, this is our first appearance by mypanhandle.com. I was thinking that too because it it didn't jump out at me. Right. You know... Panhandle, like my panhandle. My panhandle. Do people call themselves panhandlers up in the panhandle? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, if you I, live in the UP and you're a Uper, how how could you not? How could you not be a panhandler? Yeah, and I know that Oklahoma can lay claim to panhandling as well. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I believe Idaho could could potentially claim a panhandle. Right, and it's such a small amount of people because it's a small amount of space. Why not? I, Why not? I, I like the panhandler. name. I like the name. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, my panhandle, though. Like, to me, my panhandle, <laughs> it sounds like a country song. Sure. Like, you don't handle my panhandle anymore. Are we heading I'm, to Nashville? I mean, maybe. Wow. Randall Opry, here got some we talent come. here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Next stop. Nashville town. Actually, next stop, clickorlando.com. Oh, even better. What a segue. Yep. Uh, paramedic Karsten Kiefer of the Tavares Fire Department was alligator hunting on Lake Jessup when he saw oh. a big gator in the middle of a canal. Hey. So he and a paramedic buddy came up on the 12-foot gator in their boat. Unfortunately, they misjudged how shallow the water was. The gator was able to use his leverage to push off the bottom of the canal with his tail and launch himself three feet in the air and onto the boat where it took a big chomp of Kiefer's arm. Unbelievable. Kiefer says the pressure and the weight of the gator was absolutely unreal. Right. Fortunately, his paramedic buddy jammed a rod into the gator's mouth to pry it open preventing the gator from death rolling Kiefer into the water. Sounds like an action scene. (laughs) Right? Uh, By the way, doctors think that they can save his arm because he's Mm -hmm. already regained feeling in his fingers. Well, that's good. Yes. Now, Kiefer's no rookie. He's hunted alligators dozens of times, but he says this one was probably his last, Mm. uh, if for no other reason uh, than his wife probably won't allow it anymore, and he knows when to pick his battles. Right. Well, if 20... 20 really can't get much worse. I mean, now I have to we have to start worrying about gators leaping out of the water. Leaping this, gators. I, I felt like I knew so much about how gators can attack people. I had no idea that this was even possible. Yeah. Leaping gators might be scarier than murder hornets. 
<laughs> and considering how shallow the water is so much around here uh, oh, in yeah, swampy in areas, mm-hmm. that means it's just even more likely that it could happen. And and so so basically, you have a whole new reason now to not sleep at night. No, pretty much. I've, I, yeah, I've got nightmares that are <laughs> on deck. I can guarantee you that. And 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 listening to the scene of like jamming the rod in to to keep him from doing the death roll, it's it's just incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like an action movie sequence, like yeah. you said. Um, here's my question. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to do it because his wife won't allow it. And he knows when to pick his battles. Does he? <laughs> I don't know. Does he really know when to pick his battles? Because this is a guy who just got bit by a 12-foot gator. Yeah. Now, hindsight 2020, I mean, he's like he said, he didn't know how shallow the water was. But I think anytime that you're approaching an alligator and things go wrong, you should probably sort of assume that that's going to happen more often than not. Yeah. Um, by the way, for those of you who are up north or, or not not from these parts, mm. um, alligator hunting is like a real thing. Oh, yeah. This is this is not like a he's out, you know, nope. uh, poaching alligators. It's a real thing. Nope. Uh, it's something you can get a permit or a license for. There's a for. season for it. Yep. There is. We're actually yep. in gator season right now. Basically, peak hurricane season is peak right. gator season. So pff, who knew? Yeah. Um. Now, I will say, for those of you who, once again, are from outside of Florida, you know that like all of our state revenue basically comes on tourism. Yep. So it's probably no surprise that residents only have to pay about 270 bucks for the license. But oh, yeah. non-residents, out-of-staters, pay more than 1000 So That's crazy. Yeah. Florida makes just finds another way to, to tax the tourists. Right. And you want to make sure that the seasoned veterans that live in Florida know how to do you know, get the opportunity to to hunt gators. Oh, good point. First and foremost, and and while we're at it, I do want to say sort of a nice thing about gator wranglers or people that uh, whose job it is to handle some of these invasive species. They're not invasive, silly. Well, not no, not not. <laughs> we're the invasive yeah, species. I, 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 I misspoke. <laughs> right, exactly, and that's that's sort of the point I want to make is that. These people are usually animal lovers who want to make sure that these animals get treated the way that they should be treated and not, you know, being poked at or whatever. That have, sort of have respect for have the animals. Have respect animal. for the animals and, and show them the respect that they deserve. I, I suspect that uh, Mr. Kiefer probably has a lot more respect oh, for alligators than he did before. Yeah. By the way, we mentioned that it's uh, alligator hunting season. Do you know what else it is? No. It's baby alligator season. Oh, that brings back wonderful memories. Yeah. So several years ago, um, actually seven years ago this ah. week, according to you know my constant reminders from Facebook, <laughs> um, we went to Gatorama in Palmdale, Palmdale yep. and were able to hatch baby gator eggs. Yeah. It's actually something real easy to do if you're able to make it to Gatorama in Palmdale, and it's so much fun. Not a sponsor, by the way. Way. No. We just really enjoyed this. Yeah, it's it's just it's one of those it's one of those sort of bucket list things. If you happen to be close enough to Palmdale, that we really recommend. It's not a fun day. In no, terms because of, it's it about very a, hot. Yeah, Gator even season, for Floridians, it's Gator very baby hot. season is you know like the hottest time of the year, and also you're in central Florida with no breezes coming from anywhere. So it is no. brutal. Yeah, but it is a lot of fun and you can make some really great memories and great videos. 
Yeah, yeah, baby gators are A, adorable, and B, you would be amazed how much baby gator comes out of an egg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're uh, slightly smaller than a than a baseball, I would say, or right around that same yeah. size. And yeah, they're good size. There's like a foot-long baby in there. I don't know how they do yeah, it. Yeah, and they're Science. adorable. They are. Uh, so anyway, our last story today comes from fox13news.com. 27-year-old Herbert McClellan went into a Speedway gas station around 2 in the morning one day last week in Clearwater. While the clerk was distracted, McClellan reached over the counter and swiped 13 scratch-off lottery tickets and left the store. Wow. And like anyone else with 13 scratchy lotteries, yeah. you had to check and see if he had winners, right? Yeah. Well, one of the tickets had a $30 prize. So wow. a few hours later, he said, all right, I'm going to cash this in. Mm-hmm. At the same store what that he stole them from oh boy so that's when mcclellan clearly ran out of luck Mm -hmm. instead of redeeming his winning ticket employees called the cops who arrested him for petty theft and dealing in stolen property he is being held on twelve thousand dollars bond listen carefully folks never return to the scene of the crime Right. We hear it all the time about how serial killers love to be a part of the scene of the crime. Insert themselves into the investigation. investigation. Hey, what's going on? I saw all the commotion. They're on a different level, mentally unstable in many cases. If you're doing something like stealing scratchy lotteries, go someplace else. If you happen to get to, to make it out of there, you know, unscathed. Go someplace else. Yeah, it's Don't not difficult, <laughs> you know, and, and it doesn't matter. Hey, listen, aspiring criminals out there. Sure. I mean, I, I don't want to wait in a bat here. We, but this is what we do. This is a public service. Yeah, we end Don't up doing this. <laughs> return to the scene of the crime. It's just any time that it happens, it's usually never a bad. And I don't you could say it's like, well, maybe he wanted to get the rush. We're talking about scratchy lotteries here. Right, yeah. It's like we're trying to just get out of here with a quick buck, all right? Make it a little easier on yourself by not going back to the same place yeah. that had you on a camera It's before. not like you're in a county with 46 people in it and there's only one gas station. No. You're in Clearwater. Yeah. There's probably there's... a dozen gas stations per square mile in Walk Clearwater. Walk a block. You could probably find another place. Cross the street. Cross exactly. The street. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, you know the saying, you make your own luck. You do. They never said if it was good luck or bad luck. You can make your own dumb luck, too. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, I was thinking about this. First of all, he swiped 13. Mm, Bad luck. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. All I was thinking about is, like, how did he get that so many? But you're right, 13. 13, yeah. unlucky number. Like, honestly, maybe like tear one of them off and just throw them back just so that you don't have the bad luck. <laughs> also, a little weird because the article later says that the tickets were worth $102, mm. which means he wasn't stealing just like all $10 tickets or right. all. Like, he grabbed a variety of tickets. Yeah. So I'm wondering what the clerk was distracted doing. I don't know. Like you can only do so much like even if someone asked you to like grab a pack of cigarettes or uh, I don't know. I've gotten behind some really slow people yeah, that's who true. don't know exactly what brand of yeah. cigarette they want. And, and I've pretty much expelled the knowledge that I have of scratchy lotteries just based on this. I don't really know that much about them 
but I know that they always hold up the line for me when I'm at the convenience <laughs> store. So, yeah, I don't know how they get distracted because I feel like they're holding up that person all the time. By the way, hmm. I maybe the reason why see I'm I'm the wheels are turning now. The wheels mm-hmm. are turning. Yep. Maybe the reason why he didn't steal a whole bunch of the same ticket is because like he'd done a little research to see what prizes had been cashed in and what oh, prizes because you can do that, you, you know. You can do that. Because the lottery is run by the state yep. and Florida has our our public records laws. Very so open public records. That's right. So you can find out, and there are websites dedicated to this. You can find out like what prizes have been redeemed and yep. what prizes haven't to right. actually increase your odds of winning yep. on a scratch. And there's like million dollar scratchies. Yeah. Well, and, and the odds are so long that you've got to do whatever you can to like bridge that gap and looking at the stats and making those calls the best way to do it. So there's there's my scratchy lottery advice to all of you. <laughs> there you go. Take advantage of your state's public records laws. Do it right now. Yeah. Well, not right now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe wait. We're finish, almost finish done. Finish the podcast and then do it. <laughs> That's right. So what did we learn this week? You know your farts are bad when it causes your family to attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I learned that it's one thing to make up a story to save face. Uh-huh. Uh, it's totally another thing to file a police report oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I learned that 2020 was already a shit show, but That's now sure. you can add gators leaping from the water to the list. Fun! Yay. And even if there's three Hamiltons in it for you, yep. do not return to the scene of the crime. Even if you had to get three saw bucks out of it, don't do it. That's right. <laughs> Those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. But as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. Remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed, Feel free to share it with us. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And hey, tell a friend. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. (laughs) And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. We'll be back next week. And until then, let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye.